He met the girl of his dreams at a college get-together and was headed toward marriage until God showed him he needed to walk away. Hey, I'm Allie Domerson. This is a snapshot testimony from Brad, a Moody Radio listener from Northwest Arkansas. So first, give me a little bit about about your background. You are a missionary to a Native American community. Is that correct? Yes, I actually, uh, God called me to um, be a part of what he was doing in Native America back in 1992. So this is uh, 30 years of involvement, about 25, I guess, of those are full time and lived on a uh, reservation for about 15 years. And now I'm working, uh, overseeing all of our work in Native America around the country and up into Canada uh, full time from our headquarters uh, with Ron Hutchcraft Ministries. So tell me about this friend from college who you thought was the one. You know, it was my sophomore year and it was early on. I was at Wheaton College and uh, there was this open floor, which meant, you know, the girls could come over to the guy's side and interact for a couple hours. And uh, there was just this one girl who um, the shortly after gave her a call and actually my roommate called her. I wound up taking the phone from him and it was pretty much. Love at first sight for, well, at least one of us. Um, <laughs> I will say that I, it took a little convincing for her, but uh, we just connected and we got to know each other a lot over the course of the next couple of years. And I'm going to be honest, it was just one of those kind of two ships passing in the night sort of thing where I was interested in her and she maybe was dating someone else. And then yeah, I was dating someone and she, I found out later, was interested in me. And I'm like, oh, come on. And so we, <laughs> so we kind of went back and forth. And then it got to, uh, I graduated college and I knew I was heading uh, to the reservation and full-time ministry. And I just said, Sarah, I just want you to know, I know that there's a lot of different things going on, but I would love to pursue a lifelong relationship with you. And that kind of threw her world into a little bit of a spin for a little bit. And I, but she said, yes, let's do that. And so we dated for about a year after I graduated and she was finishing up her senior year at Wheaton. And then I, it was just one of those things where God was calling us different directions at the time. She Mm -hmm. loved what I was doing, but she was feeling a, a draw and being led to I go overseas and work in a Christian youth hostel um, for uh, that next year. And so we, God just said, it's time and you're going your separate ways. And it was heartbreaking. It was really tough because I'm out in kind of the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, God, you know, I need a help me. You know, I need someone out here. I can't do this alone. And he said, well, guess what? You're going to for a little while. And it was, it was a challenging uh, time, especially early on where Sarah and I just, we were, we still kept in touch some, but we just were going different directions for a while. And it was a three year stretch of God uh, where he made it clear to me, I don't want you with anyone right now. Mm -hmm. I want you to myself. I want you to learn some things about me and about you. And it was really during this season, I had the verse hanging up next to my bed, familiar verse on lots of mugs and plaques and everything else. But I just had it handwritten next to my bed, Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And it was just really amazing to see how God showed me what that verse really meant, that it wasn't a 
hey, cool, I am spending time with Jesus and I'm a missionary, so he's going to give me what I want. Uh, but instead, <laughs> to say, you know what, I if I delight myself in the Lord, I will learn what his heart is more and more. Mm. I will learn what the desires are of his heart, and then those will start to match up. And sure. so what he taught me during that stretch was, Brad, I want you to know I am all you need. And for the first time in my adult life, I had gotten to the point of saying, and meaning it, Lord, I'm okay if you want me to be single. And I never thought I would get to that point, especially because I really loved Sarah. I really, she was, she just was my dream girl. And I was just like, but Lord, that's okay. I am willing to just have it be you and me if that's what you're asking me to do. And then he uh, at a homecoming that I was going back to Wheaton for. Uh, Sarah was back in the states and said, "You know what? Uh, can I come down and see you?" And I there was a whole lot of feelings there. It was just like, sure. I don't know about this. I am <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna got things figured out. I think I'm kind of okay with my singleness <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> and then I saw her again, and that was uh, that God just uh, in a fast forward fashion after. Uh, it, it basically, our love story was a nine and a half year love story from when we met to when we got married. And he said, you know what? Now it's time, Brad. You know what you need to know about me and about you to be the man of God. I need you to be for Sarah. Wow. And I was, he had done so much in my heart. And as Sarah shared with me, he had done so much in her heart over a three year period of being apart from each other that made us so much better for each other and so much more ready for what God wanted to do in us and through us. Now, take me back to those three years because, you know, now telling it many years later and you got the girl, there's a there's a joyfulness in it. There had to have been some loneliness and some wrestling to get to that point of, okay, God, if you want me to be single, Talk about what that was like getting to there. You know, I was living in a uh, 27 foot long by seven foot wide travel trailer that I uh, did not have good heat in the winter and I uh, did not have a functioning bathroom. And it was, you feel kind of isolated as it just, hey, God, I'm out here. Why do you have me here alone? Why do you have me in a tough situation, which quite honestly, not very tough compared to some international ministries, but it sure. felt pretty tough. And yeah. I was sitting there saying, Lord, what do you have for me in this? And there were some times of just really crying out to him. Uh, He definitely, let's just say, knew what I was feeling. And uh, it wasn't always uh, the uh, perfect prayer words, probably, (laughs) that he was hearing from me. It was, there were times of loneliness or times of being angry or frustrated. But it, it was one of those stretches where I knew that I needed to stay close to him because when everything is stripped away, that you find as your comfort. That is when you can say, Lord, I know I need to be with you. I don't know as I'm walking through a time of wilderness, as there's a time of desert in my life. I don't know even if I'm feeling it. I don't feel like this is something that I'm always wanting to do, waking up in the morning, spending time with you. And uh, But if you are consistent in that, and that's what I found was that consistency of doing that on a regular basis, listening to Jesus, eventually you're going to start really hearing his voice again. Even if you don't hear it for a little while, it's going to be, you know what? I know whom I have believed and I am able to 
keep trust him to keep what I've committed to him. And that is what I found in my life, that he was keeping these things for me. Uh, now married almost 20 years? Getting close, uh, 19 years uh, this month. Fantastic. Do you have children? We do. We have three incredible children uh, that just are such a part of the ministry we do. We travel in an RV together all during the month of July to different Native communities with a team of about 40 Native American young people in tow. And uh, they are very much, our children are very much a part of what God is doing and all of that. They're really kind of a part of that team. And so it's just when you wait for God's timing, when you wait for his best, I mean, this is what I can say, and and it's happened in other areas of my life too, but when you wait for his best, it won't always look like what you want it to look like. And it may not turn out that, hey, there's one person you want to be with and you wind up with them. Yeah. But what you can know is that God has got something that is amazing in store for you, even mm-hmm. if it looks different. Snapshot Testimony is a Moody Radio podcast and short feature. I'm your host, Allie Domerson. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you have a story you'd like to share, I would love to hear from you. Please go to the website, snapshottestimony.org. Together, we're sharing the moments that shape our faith in Christ.